0: Welcome to Expounded Universe, the book, Shadows of the Empire, by Steve Perry, with your hosts, Jeff and John, the year 1996, sir. Chapters 34 through 36. Let's go. Who gave that dog a crossbow and two bachelor's degrees? (laughs) Who's everyone she's on? I don't know why. That's Vader, (laughs) the world's greatest power top. Take a look at these meatbags. Welcome to Expounded Universe, the Expanded Universe Discussion Podcast. I'm Jeff, as always, joined as always by John, as always. John, say hi to folks. Hello, as always. I am here. We are discussing things and baby... Baby, I've got it bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're really excited about a new addition to the Star Wars canon that that suddenly appears gloriously and briefly for chapters thirty-four through thirty-six. Oh yes, I am all about it. I've got. I mean, this isn't chapters where we we normally get like a nice meaty section of one of our favorites. There's no like big shev VP. There's there's not a huge amount of or though. There is. A very good amount still. There's a reasonable and acceptable amount of Shizor in this set. But boy, howdy, we get a new character, and I am in love. I know, and I'm ready to talk about it. Uh, One thing we should note, this is the second-to-last episode. Ever of expanded uni- expounded universe, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. We're done. We we got the Patreon goal. We hit the thousand dollars on Patreon, which, folks, we can't thank you enough for. It's huge. It's amazing, and true to our, our original agreement, we're going to be weekly from here on out for the next two episodes, and then we're done forever. Yeah, never again. We're not touching any more of these books. Yeah, they're they're garbage, and I hate them. Uh, what we're going to be doing instead is X Files fan fiction, <laughs> uh, not not published fan fiction. Just, oh yeah, just I mean X- there were X Files novels, but God knows we're not going to be reading those. Oh Lord, no, no, it's all. Gonna going to be slash fiction yeah man i can't wait to read some of that Mulder and the smoking man or whatever i don't know the the three gunmen in a big pile uh, <laughs> The three gunmen in a big pile is definitely the name of my fic <laughs> i'll read that and, th- and then they get their own little show that last remember that it was like 10 episodes of oh the, yeah the, the three gunmen or whatever the smoking gunman hey my computer's loud <laughs> That's good. This is the level of professionalism you can expect here. (laughs) <laughs> expounded universe it's my fault for running two computers at the same time so i don't have to look at the one we're recording on but i do have to look at the one with the notes on it that's in my lap and uh, that one's got its volume up for some reason such extravagance <laughs> two computers i know my god this fucking is, rockefeller over here this, this computer on my lap is a 300 hundred dollar laptop it's worse than the shit they give to african school children for free <laughs> It is a word processor. (laughs) It is more or less a word processor. The fact that it runs YouTube is mostly an accident. (laughs) The other day, I managed to launch Overwatch on this thing. Wow. On my $300 uh, onboard video card laptop. And it turns out that Overwatch is designed to run on a motherfucking potato. (laughs) You can run Overwatch anywhere. I think a graphing calculator could do it. Well, I mean, that's... That's uh Blizzard's big thing is making sure all their games will run on anything you have. But you should go ahead and look at. Uh, I'll tell you what. When we're done here, I'll boot it up for you on the laptop, and you can look. It looks like Game Boy Advance graphics. <laughs> it's nice. It's really something. Because I opened it just because my PC was in the shop, and I really wanted to get the Halloween free loot box. And when I won my 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 eighty Zarya, I couldn't tell. Like, I was like, oh look, my Zarya is kind of blue pinkish, I guess. Whatever. Ah, that's a that's different neat. colored blob than the rest huh. of these blobs. Well, it looks like I won Metroid Fusion. <laughs> what <you> that? <laughs> that's cool. Huh. So So uh, so yeah, definitely it's time to get started on the last two chapters of Shadows of the Empire. Mm-mm. And that means that we need to be introduced to Dash Rendar's Coruscant, or Coruscant Contact, Benedict Vidcon. Oh, Vidcon, I love you. You have all the best of the YouTube celebrities showing up in Anaheim. Why, VidCon is the only place where you can find such people as, I don't know, jo- John Green? He's he's on YouTube still, right? Which YouTube celebrities haven't been outed as Nazis at this point? Oh, God, I don't know. Is, uh, is Philip DeFranco still not a Nazi? I, oh, I don't know. I don't know any YouTube celebrities, so I... Uh the try guys from like BuzzFeed or whatever is that? Sure, a, is maybe. That, is that a thing? <laughs> I guess That's they a, might be there. I think what about that angry video game nerd? Remember him? Yeah, you the, remember it, him. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. Anyone who's angry on the internet is probably a Nazi. Well, I feel like if his name is angry, has angry and video games in it, there's like no way that story ends well. <laughs> there's there's no way he's not all about misogyny somehow. <laughs> he's the angry video game nerd. He really hates Anita Sarkeesian. <laughs> he just waited for this chance to tell you. That's his uh, theme song, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Remember, uh, man, I remember him, like, that was like the first YouTube guy I watched once or twice. And then I was like, man, this guy sure talks about diarrhea a lot. I'm... <laughs> I'm good. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Remember, that was his whole thing. He he would be comically angry at weird old games, and he would drink a Heineken, and then he'd say things like, I would rather let a buffalo take a diarrhea in my mouth. At a certain point, I was like, man, there's a lot of things that you would rather have a buffalo... At a certain point it starts to be about the buffalo diarrhea. I, I feel like that might be his thing. It might be. Like I think he's just You've heard it here first, folks. It's it's a hint. I think he's been telling us and I want you to know, angry video game nerd, if you're still a guy who does a thing, it's okay. It's okay to let your fetish flag fly that you want buffalo dumps in your mouth. Yeah. You just need them big old buff dumps. Get them buff dumps. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so <laughs> this so is a ben- book. So Benedict Vidcon be- Benedict Vidcon is he is a contact that Dash Rendar has, and I love him. Let's talk all about Benny V. So first of all, it doesn't establish whether or not Benedict VidCon is human. No, it does not. Uh, the book, I think, assumes that you will assume that. Yeah, because he's described as ugly, pale, fish-bellied, with a wispy, thin mustache, and this is my favorite part, more than his share of nose. You know the, the more than his share of like saying Mm -hmm. has always been weird to me because i'm like well what is a fair share like (laughs) to each man is afforded this amount of nose like like if i if i got too much nose is is that like oh man i've really been i've been dipping into the nose pool too much is this the mercantilistic theory of nose is there only so much to go around well could it it could be that he's not a human like what if he was a bith? they don't have noses if he had any nose at all it'd be more than his share what was what was the guy's uh I think, from the description, he's Nemoidian. You think we, we think he's a Nemoidian with their, like, weird cuttlefish eyes and their thick, uh, stereotypical make-fun-of-Asians accents? Oh, yeah. And I am... Let me just say, audience, I'm super proud that I remembered the name of Nemoidians. Well, good, good <laughs> job. <laughs> like, like, I know that everyone listening is completely uh, enthralled with with trade federation stories on star wars and you all know what the dumb names for all these stupid aliens are but the fact that i remembered that is amazing to me and i'm giving myself a pat on the back for that and i think you should and i think you absolutely deserve it now i'm going to ask you two more questions about clone war species races (laughs) uh, names and you'd go ahead and tell me if you know either one of them what race is watto uh he is a watto It's yeah. it's it's like Teak. is <laughs> the only Watto. Well, Teak is a Teak. That's true. Yeah, Teak true. is a Teak. <laughs> yeah. So I think Watto is a Watto. <laughs> Watto, I believe, is a Toy Darian. And the only reason I bring that up is because he's one of the very few species in the in the movies that announces their own species. Oh, really? He's like, I'm a Toy Cup Darian. I'm yeah. very smaller well, than the regular it, it, Darians. It's because it turns out that Jedi mind tricks don't work on Toy Darians. Remember that line? I'm a Toy Darian. That won't work on me. Only money. That, 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 that part. See, I don't remember... That having his species included. All I remember is that won't or Jedi Mind Tricks won't work on me only money. Yeah, That's the and, only thing I remember. He, of and that then line. he pulls then uh Qui-Gon pulls out a chance cube. That chance cube. Which I'm sure only exists in the movie because otherwise they would have had to mint a coin. Huh. Because it's still it's just a 50 50 chance. I mean the die literally just has blue and red sides. Well, I mean, let's let's be honest here. If there's anything we've learned from this book, it's that. Physical credits do exist. Yes, there are absolutely coin credits that exist. But, I mean, this is set between, you know, uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, not 30 years before that. Maybe those coins are all new. Those are Imperial cr- uh, dollars, John. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> she was like, God, this fucking no physical money thing is the worst. First, how can I jangle change in my pockets? Uh, I'm doing Order 69, and it's we get some actual money up in this bitch, yeah. Very well, sir. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take these new imperial credit dollars and go to the strip club, making it rain. She's the kind of person that would invent coins so he could make it rain coins. Oh, he's going to make it hail. Instead of bills, he's just flinging handfuls of loose metal at strippers. <laughs> yeah, baby, the bruises are my favorite part. <laughs> yep, there you go. That's that's why there are physical credits. So Benedict Vidcon. Benedict vidka more than his share of nose which could mean that he might be a kubaz although it didn't mention specifically that he was related to garondan so i doubt it <laughs> garondan Garind- the kubaz Man, what you have just said is some fucking nonsense that i have no idea what you're okay saying. do you remember in a new hope when they're making their way to the hangar to get into the millennium falcon and some alien with like a metal giant nose gets a, a little uh walkie talkie and goes wah, 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 at it nope okay well that's garondan he's a he's a Kubaz spy, and because he's in the movie, all Kubaz are spies now. Look, we have been friends for a very long time. You know my name is John, not Dan, and I don't care if this guy's name is (laughs) Garen. Look, I called you Jeff once. Look, this is the most tortured I have gone for a joke just to make a don't call me Shirley style shitty joke. I'm appreciative of it. You did a great job. (laughs) So Benny is is a engineer who works in the sewers. And is not above a little betrayal for the prices for the right price. Benny Benny is a uh a real working man. He he works in the sewers. He's got a literal shit job. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he uh, sleeps all night and he works all day. Yeah. He has to be down there all the time. He's got a wife with expensive tastes. That was a uh like even the throwaway women in this movie are or this book are completely that oh just, yeah. Just, oh, my wife has expensive tastes. What a B word. Am I right, readers? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) See, to me, I feel like he's trying to provide his wife with the best that he can. Mm. Like, he's never home, so he wants to make sure that even though he's not there, she's getting everything she needs. He works hard, and when a friend comes along, Dash Rendar, and he says, look, all you need to do... Is tell us how to get around the sewers, which I know is your thing. I appreciate and value your uh, contributions to this world. And he's like, sure, I can finally get a little in this world. He he understands the gig economy. <laughs> I'm just trying to move ahead. He's using Betrayer, the app where the E isn't there at the end of Betrayer, and it's the app where you can find someone to betray someone for $5. Uh, he's not betraying anyone. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's betraying the Empire or something. Uh, nah. He's certainly bending some rules. Yeah, he's just like, look, I'm letting guys dig around in the sewer. It's fine. So he basically just lays out the sewer level from the video game. Oh, He's, yeah. like, he's like, hey, guys, so here's the deal. There's this sewer, and it's full of poop, poop juice, and juice poop. And also you gotta slog through it. it is real stinky. You're gonna find a couple of enemies to fight. There's definitely three gates. <laughs> there's, there's three gates you gotta open, but it's cool because I know where the key cards are. They have a bunch of haggles here where they're just like he's like uh, yeah, but uh, I know the codes to get you past the zap room and it'll cost you 250 extra credits. I'm like, all right, this guy's already working a credit line with them, and not even just because every m- money is called credits, but because they're like, hey, the, the rebels are going to pay you for all this shit, right? Yeah. So, at, at a certain point when they're like, we'll give you 125 credits to turn off the Zapfield, why not promise him a million? What are you worried about? Like, you don't have to pay this guy. He's just some fucking guy. Once you're off planet, what's he going to do to you? Well, uh, the thing is, they are honorable. They are going to pay this guy. Yeah, they're real honorable. Hey, hey. They are going to pay this guy, <laughs> and and he wants to make sure that he gets his due worth. I think he's probably asking it for up front. His do-do work? Yeah. Let's talk about how honorable they are in just a minute here. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, we'll get to that. So basically, he's just like, all right, you guys got to go through this sewer. It's full of zap stages and stormtroopers and Gamorrean guards, and there's two Dianoga mini-bosses. <laughs> And they eventually kind of haggle their way into saying, yeah, we'll give you an extra 500 bucks to like not fry us with lasers. And then, this is great, This they, they go, uh, all right, we're ready to go now. And he's like, yeah, but the plan was to leave in a couple of days. And they're like, no, we changed our minds. We're going now, and you're coming with us, Benny V. Yeah, which, I mean, granted, that I can at least understand. Because it- they're like... We don't want you to immediately run off and be like, now that I have the credits up front for what I gave you guys, now I'm going to go tell like Black Sun that you're coming and get some credits from them. Yeah, here's the. Re- I, I mean, I understand. I know why they're forcing him to go along. What's weird, though, is that the next time we see them, they'll have spent days preparing to do this. Oh, no, they spend the night. They're like, you're going to sleep here, and then in the morning we're going to go yeah. in. So, okay, meanwhile, Shizor. Oh, meanwhile Shizor. Meanwhile, Shizor, by the way, the name of our alternate podcast that we also released that is a soap opera starring Shizor. Yeah. It's just yeah. all Shizor. It's all Shizor all the time, hanging around in empty rooms, being being entertained to no end by how great he is. Yep. He's hanging out on his massive Coruscant Castle balcony. Of course he is. And he's looking at the beautiful city lights and lamenting that it never really gets dark on Coruscant because the city is just so big. And then he has to think to himself. Oh, there must be a wonderful night breeze, but I could never feel it because as the head of Dark Sun, or Black Sun, I am required, (laughs) as the head of Dark Sun, the psionic dragon that rules the wastes, (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) so as the head of Black Sun, I have to have a transparent Mega Steel hyper bubble placed around my balcony to prevent me from getting hit by laser attacks. Oh yeah, I could go out in costume if i wanted to go among the rebel what costume is he's like eight feet tall and green and he has a top knot what is he gonna dress up as uh i don't know mr peanut <laughs> mr peanut yes of course he'll well, dress i mean up- he's gonna have to put a full like mascot costume on is the thing <laughs> I love that line, though, where he's like, I could go out among the common man if I wished. Why are we introducing this Prince and the popper subplot at this point? The book's got five chapters left. Oh, yeah. The book is almost over, and he's like, oh, if I wanted to go among the rebel. And I'm like, bro, it is, it is way past time for you to start dreaming of a life outside these plasta steel walls <laughs> his chance to go out onto his balcony into his de- his laser proof hyper bubble and have a musical moment oh yeah like oh uh, the wind is blowing through the the trees but i can't feel it because i'm trapped within my own wealth Oh, what a web I have weaved! <laughs> Somewhere out there, Vader's thinking of me. And That's it's true, and it's true because Vader is literally on a different balcony, thinking of She-Zor at the same time. Oh yeah, we actually have a romantic a romantic, A romantic, a, a bromantic dueling balcony <laughs> moment in this book. Uh, uh, but it's not over yet for Shizor in this in this because. Uh, Guri comes out in the latest... Guri comes out is also a a side podcast we're doing where she just pops up randomly while people are all in the bathroom and stuff. Guri comes out and tells you how gay she is. Yeah. (laughs) I am gay for lady robots. I am so gay for lady robots. That is all. Good day, sir. (laughs) End of podcast. (laughs) So basically, she's going to pop up to... Man, she doesn't even really come out for anything in particular. I think she wants to tell him that she kind of has an idea of where the Millennium Falcon might be. But Well, yeah, she's just there to be like, hey, we've we've done security sweeps and there's nothing out of the North. But before she even gets the chance, Shizor goes, I invited Leia out onto this balcony, you know. I love that because it shows just how completely out of touch Shizor is. Because he, like, waves his hand over and he's like, I invited her out to the balcony. And she refused. You're like, wow, golly gee, your captive <laughs> attempted rape prisoner. prisoner decided to not join you for such an amazing view. Who could resist? I know, who could avoid sitting with a rape lizard in an Adventure Trail giant hamster bubble? <laughs> my goodness, it it makes no sense. I can barely understand this world we live in. Oh, why wouldn't she join me on my big bubble thing? I've got sesame seeds. Sunflower seeds, little chunks of apple, all the shredded uh, leaf bedding you could hope for. I and don't yet. understand. And yet, <laughs> and Curry's just like, well, duh. She, she literally goes like, "Yeah, because she's your prisoner." <laughs> yeah, uh, she uh, she doesn't like you. That that would be why. This is I. I, I this is such a weird moment. And then she's asked to be like, I don't think you understand, Gurry. I don't think you understand why I try to rape the ones I love. <laughs> this whole thing of like, look, uh, you know, obviously there are other women that are prettier or more physically adept or and I don't understand this, dedicated? Uh I don't know. Who could possibly be more dedicated to the cause than Leia? Well, well, I mean, there's probably some who don't take every single opportunity to do Rebel stuff and instead go, could I decide between two boys, Han <laughs> and Luke? Oh, my. Man, you know what I want is a Star Wars-themed version of uh, that Dream Phone game. <laughs> See, I was picturing it was going to be one of those like fridge magnet comic book posters where the women have little dots all over them and they're like, oh, but to call him would just be heaven. Oh, no, I definitely want this to be a Star Wars board game where you have to call and you're like, oh, let's see who my dream date is. It's Dash Rendar. And then you get like a little message over the phone (laughs) of Dash Rendar. Hey, kid, I decided to leave instead of fucking you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, he's dreamy and he's never available. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but no, the, his whole thing of like, oh, there's, there's other ladies out there that's way better than her, but she doesn't want my dick. And so that's why I want her (laughs) like, this is, this is like a data moment, like a Picard and data moment where he's like, I don't think you truly understand the human condition. Gurry. Here's the thing. People, uh, living beings want what they can't have. For example, I've been trying to seduce Beverly Crusher with my rad flute skills for like a week. And (laughs) And it simply isn't working. So, uh, so Data, I'm in here to just sort of use you as a sounding board, but you know what? I think I just solved my own problem. Uh, computer, T. Earl G- Gray, drugged. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking Shizor. I, it is amazing to me how we're almost at the end of this book, and Shizor has had no growth. He's still, like, every time we see him, he's always talking about, like, look, I'm the greatest and. Everything I do always goes according to plan, and no matter what, I'm amazing. And then literally every single time after that, it's, oh no, nothing went according to plan, and I'm an idiot, none of my stuff works, everything's broken, and this lady doesn't like me. Well, it's his fault. He's been using plans instead of (laughs) Kaku's. Editor's (laughs) note. (laughs) I mean, truly, he is the slickest they is. (laughs) He's the slickest they is. He's the slickiest they is. (laughs) Okay, so basically, he's just out there kind of going oh man, I really want to get that Princess Leia and she don't like me, but don't worry, she will, You, she will, Guri, she sure will. And then Gurry's kind of like, uh-huh, okay, and then I can kill her, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's great. I'm sure as soon as you get your rape on, uh, will I be able to do my job? And poor Gurry is basically required during this scene to say things that are <laughs> just where he's like well you see she wants to kill me and that makes her the most delicious prey of all and she has to say things like indeed because someone who was a lover can stab you in the back the most dangerous place to stab Th- this is why you eat the moon glow i understand you humans now and then she gets lowered into some uh, lava and she gives a thumbs up <laughs> i desire to be a real girl <laughs> she was like hasta la vista baby and then died Anyway, she leaves, and then Shizor has to pause for a second to note that he will taste Leia.
1: Boy, howdy, using, ever.
0: Using the word taste here with tweezer-style air quotes, <laughs> he will taste of Princess Leia. And then he monologues for a little bit about how it's hard being more specialer and betterer than everyone in the universe. Yeah, I love, I was like, golly, I know that when I actually finally do get Leia, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, yep. I, I guess I've had that, and now I'm done, because she's close, but she's not my equal. No one's my equal. I'm the best. It sucks so much being the best. Now, if this book had been written competently, the next thing that would happen is the camera would pan out, and then zoom across the Coruscant night su- sky to another castle with another balcony, where Vader is standing there having a monologue of his own. But instead, we just check in with Luke who's making a phone call to 3PO now. He's like, "Hey 3PO, what's up with the ship?" "Oh, it's all right, but people are looking for a freighter." "Okay, that's good news. Thank you for keeping me informed, 3PO." End of bit. That's all. <laughs> that's all that happens and then we go to Vader on the balcony with some fucking hiccup of a burp fart in the middle that is completely non-essential. <laughs> oh yeah. I <I've laughs> Goddamn Steve Perry. Every time I'm like, "Dude, you almost get to a point where you're actually doing something that makes sense from a literary perspective, and you just you just dump all over it, like a like some kind of buffalo. <laughs> he was just like, oh, I like to think he added this 3PO and Luke conversation like after he finished the rest of the book, and he was like, oh, this can just go anywhere. How about in the middle of the only parallel thing I managed to write in the whole book, so it just fucks it up completely? That seems reasonable. <laughs> That's good. We're good now. <laughs> so, anyway... Now Vader's on his very own balcony, and Vader, of course, does not have a transparent hypersteel super bubble because he's a fucking man. <laughs> Vader is just out there, like trying to push the force out into the world. to Be like, yo, Luke, Luke, you out there? <laughs> Luke, yo, you Luke, up? Luke, you up? <laughs> <laughs> new force, new dis. <laughs> You know, it does mention, there's a little parallel moment here, because it does mention that Vader himself is immune to night breezes. He doesn't feel the night breeze that that uh, Sheezor has walled himself off with through force bubbles, because he, of course, is in a plastic suit of bug armor. Oh, yes. But it's it's unfortunate. He's been working on that, the night breeze. Working on his night breeze. Damn it. <laughs> so- so basically, he's just sort of hemming and hawing about why Luke might be on Coruscant. He's, he's like, I don't know, maybe he's here to kill me, is or he the Emperor. Is he here to kill me or Shivi? I don't know. I gotta, I gotta figure this out. This is, this is puzzling to me. And that's that's pretty much what he's doing outside. And then his only friend in the world, little man. <laughs> oh, little man. Little man shows up. Oh, little man. Little, little man. So little man comes by and he's like, Lord Vader, I have information on Sheezor. He's <laughs> like, Yo, I've got information on. Some shit about the Fallen He's like, the fuck do I care about that? Yeah. So, so here's the deal. He knows the stuff that we told you about six episodes ago. That Shizor's family was killed in a sterilization procedure after a lab accident on the homeworld of the Falline that was under Vader's control. Yep. Uh, and so now Vader knows that it's not just that he wants to kill Luke Skywalker because he's because it's personal, but now it's personal. Not just because it's personal, but because it's personal. It's even more personal than it had been previously. It was a certain amount of personal, and now it's more. It's yet more personal. It's gotten even -er. (laughs) (laughs) personaler. So then the exact same thing that happened last time we checked in with Vader happens, and he goes, oh, little man, you won't need for money, such is my gratitude. I've already told you this before, that you won't need for money, but just a reminder, you'll need for even less money, I suppose, now. (laughs) So, <laughs> and I love that Little Man's like, yes, yeah, sir, that's great. I know that you will immediately forget that you have told me this the second I am out of sight. <laughs> He's just going to go right back to raging. Yeah. He's like, oh, gratitude? Yeah, that seems... Okay, thank you, sir. And then he just looks back at vader and he's over there going oh i'll get that she's or i will oh yeah, there's no point where fucking vader is going to be like ah, oh, i'm so angry at she's oh, hold on i gotta go to the bank hey can i make a money wire transfer I mean, notably could you imagine a scene where vader even sits down at a desk like vader just sits down and has to call someone he's like hey yeah so i've got a uh, little guy he's my helper and i need you to transfer him just like I have no concept of money. What's a lot of credits? Just just a fucking lot of credits, please. Okay, sir, what, can we get his name and bank account routing number? Uh he's he's, he's a little he's little man on Coruscant. He's, just you figure it out. He's a little man? Um he's my little man. Yeah, sometimes he shows up behind me while I'm pontificating life and, you know, hate, and he's like uh he's like, "Sir, I have information that guy, you know." You know? You know. He's uh <sighs> Like all people I meet that aren't other Jedi or the Emperor, he is a forgettable blur of uh, ha- hate-filled emotions that I would like to obliterate from the Earth. He's, l- but he's, he's littler than most he's, of them. He's a li- he's a little sack, and yeah. he's he he's uh, useful. Oh, God, isn't there like an on-star service or something? <laughs> I, I I hate sitting at desks. Anyway, I'm done. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I'll just have him killed instead. Never mind. Could you do that? Could you have him killed for me? Sir, we're a bank. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Uh-huh, sure. He's a little man. <laughs> if you could if you could just find my little man and kill him, that He's would just, be great. Vader just pressing zero over and over, trying to get more help. <laughs> D- talk to a representative. Let me see your, speak to your supervisor. Sir, you own this bank. <laughs> great. Then I demand you to do my bidding. <laughs> Anyway, that's the end of chapter 34, and then we come to chapter 35, one of those ridiculous two-page chapters that this book is so famous for. Yes. So, in chapter 35, they have spent the night getting all the things they would need to go on a cool sewer adventure. They being Luke, Lando, Dash, and uh, Chewie, and of course now their new friend Benedict, or Benny V. Yeah, good old Benedict. Yeah, so apparently, uh, they point guns at him and are like, no, we're leaving now, and you're coming with us. And then about eight hours pass. <laughs> well, we we also get uh fucking Vader who wants Shizor now. No, oh, that's right. Vader is now mad at Shizor and is ready to kill him. Yes. He he thinks he's got enough evidence at this point to uh to solve the mystery. Turn to the back of the book at this time to see how Vader figured out Shizor did it. Did you figure it out? <laughs> you see, Bugs Meanie tried to kill Luke Skywalker, but only Shizor had the allowance money to pay him to do it. <laughs> Le- the weird thing about this is, uh, like, okay, he calls Shizor up. He's like, yo, give me Shizor on the line. Oh, the, doesn't this happen later? This is chapter 36 you're talking about right now. Oh, no. Uh, he. This is when he calls just to let him know. Okay, sure. This is when he's like, hey, yo, get me uh, get me Shizor. All right. He calls up, and Shizor's like, yo, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, hey, hey, I know you're trying to kill Luke. Cut that shit out. Peace. I'm out. Like, doesn't say he has proof, doesn't say he's doing anything about it, he's just like, yo, yo, I know you're up to shit. Well, here's the thing I like here, because, cause I, like I was saying, I'm pretty sure this happens at the start of 36, because he we, we first has this call with the Emperor in 35, where he's like, because we get the very last chance to talk to the Emperor. Alright, fine, I've got it backwards. Uh, the thing is, when he's talking to Shizor, and he's done, he discomms. <laughs> yes. He discommed, and I was like, what the fuck is discommed? what, what is that... Is that turning off the phone? He uncommed. He uncommed. He he decommed. He had been calming and now he's now was like, oh, so do people calm each other? Is that what's happening? like when Luke is yeah, contacting Three PO, does he calm 3PO? Well, if you discom, I'd have to imagine that calling someone is calming them. No, it's, it's pretty sure it's discomming. <laughs> No, discomming is hanging up. Encomming them is calling. Them. Oh, endcoming is when you're okay. All right. I you, oh, and end-com. then you discom. Endcom and discom. Yeah. All right. But then when he's that then when he talks to to Shizor a little later, he doesn't discom. He he breaks the calm. Yeah, he breaks so, it. He just so straight just up breaks and just it. smashes it. <laughs> Rawr! Well, for a minute there, I was like, I'm not familiar with this. What does it mean he broke the the, the uh, connection? What is that? That broke the did he have a meaningful connection with Shizor that he broke through this conversation? Is that did you mean he discommed? That's because, I mean, I'm used to the one expression, but not the other. Huh. I don't know what's going on here exactly. My goodness, it's almost like he has no idea what he's doing, and it's just throwing out stupid words. Yeah, it could be. Whatever. So uh Vader calls x and is like, hey, bitch, i got to scroll down to my notes, because my notes say that this happened in Chapter 36. Well, it didn't. And he does have his last thing with uh, the Emperor, but the Emperor just goes hey, stay alert, and then is ah, out of the book forever. Okay, there we go. That's It is in Chapter 35, but it's the last thing in Chapter 35. It is the only thing in Chapter 35. All right, so there are three things in Chapter 35. The first one is that they are the uh, sewer team is ready to go. Yeah. And I found it amusing because apparently they, they have about eight hours at night to get it done. Uh, they describe how Dash goes off and gets Luke his Return of the Jedi outfit for him. Lol. So he's like, here, wear this. You'll look great in it, kid. This is the origin of Luke's Return of the Jedi outfit. You know, the black one with the one glove and the lights, the cool lightsaber thing. Yeah, you, you remember how he walks into Jab- Jabba's palace and they're like, damn, you smell like a sewer. You smell like fucking shit. And he's like, wow, you noticed we're in Jabba's palace. <laughs> you smell like a different brand of shit. <laughs> you smell like off-world poop, sir. <laughs> so, so that happens. And not only that, but also it just mentions in passing chewbacca somehow managed to acquire a bowcaster i know i i was like really just someone on Coruscant was like yeah i'll give that guy a bowcaster what's up you want one of these ancient ceremonial jedi blasters i or, or uh wookie blasters here you go i got like five yeah obviously i have that yeah of course giant wookie blaster rifles that look like bows are just oh they're, they haven't fucking walgreens yeah i mean of course everyone else can get a regular blaster but <laughs> Chewbacca. Fucking Chewbacca has to be able to find it. It's basically like you're playing an RPG and you specialized in fucking Bec de and everyone's like oh we got a plus one whatever and you're like yes and in the treasure pile is a plus one Bec ban. Corban. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright so one more thing happens in their little run up session which is that This is all happening off screen, by the way, because this is all just like, and then uh, Dash inferred that something that uh, Luke had previously said was a thing that someone said. And then Dash said to this: there's no dialogue. Everything's happening about five minutes ago in this book. Yes. So here's what happens. Dash says off screen that he trusts Benedict Vidkun about as far as he can throw him. Well, as far as he can see him. About as far as he can see him. And then Luke's like, what an interesting turn of phrase. Oh, that Dash Rendar, so clever. Well. So a little little extra slob job for, for uh, Dash here at the last second. But again, trusting someone about as far as whatever is not a new saying. You can't... Oh, you can't. it is in Star Wars. That's the thing. is He's basically just inventing shit. He's like, look how cool Dash is. Dash just invented talk to the hand a minute ago, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dash suggested that Lando could talk to his hand. And everyone was like, whoa, no one's ever said that before. My goodness, how sassy. What a sassy thing to say. Oh my gosh, now he's snapping his fingers around in a circle. <laughs> Truly, he's the herald of creativity. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says, now, let's do it. We're ready to go. Let's go. And I just wanted to note that for the past like three chapters in a row, that, that's happened, where the three of them were like, are you ready to do it? I'm ready to do it. Let's go. So, just thought that's fun. Then we get the last little moment of she of uh the emperor. Oh, yeah. Emperor's just like, "Hey man, uh felt a disturbance in the forest. You all good over there? Hey man, I got like a heebie-jeebie about something. Uh can we uh you, are you uh are you doing anything stupid? Did you touch my sound system? <laughs> Did you touch the thermostat? <laughs> I swear to god if you touch the thermostat. I find out you touched that that thermostat." <laughs> so, so yeah, then Vader calls Shizor, and we already talked about what happens there. Uh, he basically just sort of is like, bitch, I know. I love that Shizor then has another moment of, it's a shame, I'm so amazing. Mm-hmm. Even after he's been found out, he's like, oh well, that's okay, because everything's going according to plan anyway. I'm like, motherfucker, your plan is falling apart around you. Everything you do is shit, and you're still just like... I'm the best. We. I have fifty-seven layers in this onion. This is just activating plan Y. Uh God. So basically he calls Vader calls Shizor, you know, about the thing he saw. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I was hoping you would take that bait. No. <laughs> so uh he basically calls him Shizor describes Vader as looking imperturbable, which again. Vader is wearing a plastic bug helmet. Yeah, like what? What? Wow, how would he man. look imperturbed? I I can't tell what Vader's thinking Yeah, No shit, he is basically talking to a statue when you're talking to Vader. Yeah, what, is he holding up a little tiny like like a wily e. coyote style sign on a stick that just says "Oh no"? <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> Vader <laughs> talks entirely in emojis. <laughs> Oh, dude, he's just all of a sudden his helmet's been reworked by friggin' Daft Punk, and there's just emojis crossing over the bug eyes. Oh, yeah. He's (laughs) like, I'm very disappointed, and like a little frowny face shows up. (laughs) Or he's got a hype man who's announcing this stuff for him. Hey, yo, my boy Vader is perturbed, son. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then he has the quick conversation where he's like, don't try to kill Luke Skywalker. And she's always like, who, me? I'm not trying to kill Luke Skywalker. And even if I was, it's legal to kill members of the Rebel Alliance. Ugh. Ugh. Fuck you forever. I know, this was his chance to go triumphant on Vader and be like, Yeah, I'm gonna kill him. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. But instead he has to just keep playing his friggin' little game. So, uh, and then he discomms. I'm sorry, he breaks the connection. <laughs> and then she's or gloats for a second. And he's like, uh, basically thinks to himself, well, Vader's way too much of the Emperor's bitch fraternity pledge to actually do anything about this. I might make him drink later. Yeah. The whole point of the end of this is he just goes, yeah, he found me out and I'm an idiot and I can't actually hold my plans together. But, uh, you know, Sheev's got him on a short leash, so it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Meanwhile, also in chapter 35, Leia works out. (laughs) For two sentences, Leia works out, and then is like, that was good, now I am ready. Things are about to happen, and I'm ready. Good. It's a good thing we spent all of three sentences checking in with Leia to make sure that she has worked out a little, but not too much. So, now, now we start chapter 36, and you guys, it's so gross, you guys. You guys? There, there's silty poo-poo everywhere. You guys, this entire chapter is basically steve perry doing a deep dive into describing a sewer he's just like guys there's liquid poo that's the kind of poo you get when creatures that eat the poo of poo that uh, of creatures that don't eat poo but make poo and then the, the middle creatures eat the poo and now you got to stand in that poo that's that's made from the second set of creatures, that's this poo, guys. Guys, I just learned the word brackish exists, and I am excited. <laughs> Which is a real shame, because it's not what brackish means. Brackish means mildly salty water. I know, but boy howdy. Everyone who's like, dude, I, I found out brackish is a thing you can say about water. Let's do it. Let's that get means this. dirty, right? It means gross. <laughs> brackish is like, you know, where uh, salt water and fresh water meet, and there's like medium salty areas. They're less salty than the ocean. Yeah, it's like Del Mar. Speaking of which, I'm medium salty about this book. I am, I am extra salty, crispy. <laughs> so, so basically, it's just a bunch of goop just got, uh, uh, descriptions, and oh, no one likes crawling around in this oozy goop. And I, I love that. Okay, so Luke has his thigh high calf skin boots, and he's like, "I'm glad I have these," but Chewbacca was like. Nah, I'm good. No boots for me. I'm just going to slog through this because I'm Chewbacca, the big naked alien. You've never seen Chewbacca wear boots before, so we're not going to start now. (laughs) Also, that's a real weird choice for Chewbacca given that this this chapter reveals something we've never learned about him before. He has a phobia of little tiny critters. Yeah, he doesn't like little swimmy or skittery things. And who knew that? I, I, I wonder, was that made up for this chapter? I I have to assume if I go on to Wikipedia right now, there will be a subsection on Chewbacca that is phobias. But the thing is, again, did it originate right here in 1996 in chapter 36 of Shadows of the Empire was Chewbacca's phobia of little creepy crawlies born? I think it's uh, it's birthed out of his yelling at that little mouse robot. That's what I have here. I have my notes that there's that one scene in New Hope where he barks at a mouse droid. And is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's the the birthplace of he doesn't like little things. So basically, like... Uh, uh, that that it, means he must be in a rivalry with little man. <laughs> oh, man. If the two of them ever meet, watch out. <laughs> Sparks will fly. <laughs> He's like, these things aren't big enough to dangle. They'll never make good hams. <laughs> I hate them so much, <laughs> these tiny, creepy crawlies. Oh, these crawlies. Here's the, if I'm afraid of cockroaches, I'm going to buy some goddamn shoes. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't like... Little things that swim or crawl around, but he's like, you know what, I'm just going to tromp through actual, literal shit and things I'm afraid of barefoot because Wookie. I'm an idiot. Because Wookiee. Because who's ever heard of a Wookiee wearing an outfit? That's the end. Done. Yeah. So so uh, basically Dash is needling him for it. or it's, It might be Benedict. It's Benedict who's kind of like, hey, you should have worn shoes, buddy. Hey, man, this is full of gross poop you probably should have had some shoes on and the reason i wanted to bring that up is because it calls up what might be my favorite quote in this set of chapters and i have it here ready to go chewie turns slowly to stare at vidcon lucky for the engineer that wookie eyes weren't lasers otherwise vidcon would have been burned into a crispy black lump where he stood and chewbacca wouldn't be able to see so i mean lucky for chewbacca that wookie eyes aren't lasers <laughs> lucky for the engineer that Wookiee eyes aren't lasers. Well, yeah, because uh, Chewbacca fell, caught himself, but his paw went into the poop as well. Yeah, he got And poop. he was like, hey, by the way, it's slippery up there. I got I got poop paw. <laughs> and then that just sort of triggers a little cavalcade of people falling down in poop. Oh, yeah. Then the Benny Hill theme starts. Yeah. Fucking- so basically, like, okay, so Benedict makes fun of Chewbacca for slipping and putting his hand in poo. And then... When he gets up, he looks all mad at Vidkun, and then or Benny, and then Lando's like ah ha ha ha, and then he falls on his bottom. Yeah, into, ah, you, you big dumb Wookie, you fell, and then he falls. He falls onto his bottom, his rumpus into poo poo. Oh. oh 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 goodness! His Tookas th- is in the poopies. <laughs> he fell down and went boom into boom boom. <laughs> And then Dash laughs at, Re- at Lando, but Dash doesn't fall down because Dash is way too cool to fall down. Yeah, and then we get a little internal monologue where Luke is like, you know, I would I would make fun of Lando for this, but I don't want the karma for it, so <laughs> I don't want I'm the karma. You know who's immune to karma, though, is Dash Rendar, so he's he's going to be fine. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he already got his come comeuppance, so it's okay. It's <laughs> true, and he clearly came out the other side of it with having learned nothing. Yes. Yes. Uh, so they also encounter a Dianoga, which you would remember is that eyeball that they see briefly in the trash compactor. Not that they don't stop and fucking say that in the book. Yes. Well, they say a Dianoga is there, and you're like, a what? And then they're like, oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Luke. Uh, Back in <laughs> a new home, I found one of these in a trash compactor. It was an asshole. Moving on. Yeah. So he chops its eye off with a lightsaber and then cuts its body in half while it's thrashing around. To which uh, Dash kind of goes, nice moves, kid. <laughs> Which which makes him sound like a fucking Dance Dance Revolution machine. <laughs> nice moves, kid. You're no ordinary fella. <laughs> so, so yeah, they chop their way through a Dianoga. They all fall down and go boom into some poop-poops. And they continue their way through the goo. Yeah, so Vidkun is doing his job here. Mm-hmm. He has opened gates. He turned off the Zapper machine. He has been nothing if true to his word of what he'll do. Even after they were dicks and were like, yo man uh you gotta come with us and he's like fine fucking whatever Mm -hmm. and then then they they are like okay man we're gonna go in he's like great i'm gonna get the fuck out of here because that's like black sun territory and i am just some dude who works in a sewer i didn't bring a gun or anything you didn't allow me to bring a gun or anything because you're super scared of me for some reason yeah and uh i'm gonna go home now yeah (laughs) bye guys you know It took us hours to trudge to here, so you can pretty much trust that by the time you get your shit done, I will still be wandering through a sewer trying to get home. Yeah, and even if I did manage to get out before you were done, I would then have to contact someone and actually make them believe me. Yeah, but then, our heroes... Our heroes... Luke Skywalker, hero of the Republic... (laughs) Luke Skywalker, Lando Calrissian... Fucking Chewbacca and Dash Rendar, the big heroes, point a gun at Vidkun and are like, no, you have to be tied up and stay somewhere. We, we are altering the deal. Pray we do not alter it any further. And they're like, yeah, we're going to tie you up and leave you in a random hole in the sewer and maybe we'll come back and get you. It's it's like, yo, uh, we're going to go to some room where we can leave you and you're going to stay there. Yeah. And he's like, I, I don't want to do that. That hey, was. How about no? <laughs> that was never part of the plan. I'm not cool with that. And they're like, yeah, well, too bad. It's happening. And they are all they all have guns pointed at him and stuff. Like, what is happening? They've, they've kidnapped their informant. Again, this is a, was straight out of some RPG shit yeah. where you're like neutral good characters are all of a sudden like, yeah, and then we're just going to fucking like attack the blacksmith because he's an asshole. And you're like what <laughs> <laughs> well it's over planning it's a, it's a classic example of rpg over planning like when you're playing in a D game and you're like all right you finished killing off the orcish bandits i'm worried they'll rise as zombies and come after us i decapitate every one of the corpses okay and then i'm gonna go through and burn all of them all burn right. all, okay great we're burning all the corpses and your dm's like guys this is taking hours and it's it's i, I can assure you as the author this is entirely unnecessary <laughs> Vidkun is a minor character. You can let him leave now. He will like, not do anything. <laughs> v- v- Vidkun was just introduced. You don't have to worry about him being a major villain at some point. There's only three chapters left. How many of them do you think are about Vidkun? He's, he's the fucking poop smith. Just let him be, for the love of God. <laughs> just let him. It's fine. But instead, the party's like, no, we're worried now. We got it in our heads that this guy's going to betray us. <laughs> Someone said he might betray us, and now everyone in the party is fucking paranoid. I, ro- I roll sense motive. I only got a three. Shit, I better tie him up damn well guess guess what's on to plan b where we fucking threaten his life and tie him in a room well they, they managed to freak him out enough that he pulls a blaster and starts shooting at them terribly oh yeah well here's one of the things where i'm like man vidkin what are you thinking bro mm-hmm. I, like i understand that you're kind of freaked out but you are outnumbered four to one and these guys are very clearly soldiers yes like at that like- point i'm just, just from Vidkun's perspective, I'm like, dude, just, just go with it. <laughs> I would have been, been like, no, and walk off, because they're not going to shoot a man in the back. Like that's got to be their line. Well, you don't know that they're trying to infiltrate Black Sun. You don't know what they're up to. Yeah, I, I, it's Luke's line. It's got to be Luke's line. Like if he was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that, and he just turned and started walking off, Luke would not let Dash shoot this guy in the back. No, but they would probably like grab him, or Luke would be like. Yeah, but you want to come with us. Yeah, that's probably what would happen, isn't it? Yes. Oh, jeez. It doesn't matter, but instead, we have VidCon pull a gun on them and be like, back the fuck off, yo, and shoot at them, and of course he dies. He dies instantly. He manages to hit Dash in the best laser shot on Dash there will ever be, a light welt on one of his legs. Yeah, he gets very lightly burned, and then Dash Rendar shoots him Right between the eyes. Yeah, and then he has to say probably the worst line. He's like, well, Benny, it looks like you were right. We were going to shoot you, but it wasn't our idea. Yeah, it was. You were already committing this guy to death. Because yeah. if you tied him up and locked him in a room somewhere and then went to infiltrate Black Sun, which he is 100% sure you will fail at. Yeah, no, this is very certainly one of those moments where it's like, I- I'm not going to kill you but I'm definitely going to leave you out in the snow in the winter with no provisions. And you're like, dude, why? Just If you're going to shoot him, just shoot him. Don't don't pretend it's a moral activity. Don't be like, oh, well, I didn't kill him. Nature did. Yeah. No, fuck you. Oh, he chose to shot shoot at us because we were threatening him with death. <laughs> what a horrible person this Benedict is. Yeah, I love, love Vidkun because he gets to show that our heroes are huge assholes. Yes, all four of our major heroes in this fi- in this book join together in this moment to kill a man by threatening him into a corner where he has no escape from. And none of them, not even Luke, are like, man, that's a shame that we had to kill that guy. Like, I feel really bad that we killed some random sewer worker because we're huge dickbags. Yeah, it never comes up. They just gleefully execute a guy because they're like, well, Princess Leia was dumb and got herself locked up in this castle. Guess we'll kill as many people as it takes, even if they have nothing to do with the Empire or Black Sun, in order to get her back. Also, the only comment they have on this is, man, I sure hope the guards didn't hear us shooting a guy. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you, Lando. Yeah, yeah, that's Lando's entire contribution. Luke's just quiet, Chewie's just quiet, and Dash is laughing about it. That's like, ah. <laughs> looks like you were right all along we are gonna fuck your shit up we're definitely gonna murder you ah <laughs> oh you you saw right through us we're definitely murderers so uh so then it ends the chapter and how does the chapter end by the characters looking at each other and agreeing that they are ready because something's about to happen why every time fifth chapter in a row every chapter is just like hey guys things are about to. yeah i know things are about to happen we're we're on board you don't need to tell us things are happening. Just make things happen. For the love of God, Steve, learn how to write. <laughs> so those are all three chapters. This is a short set of chapters. We're really honing in on the end of this thing. Oh, yeah. we're Like we said, this is the end. We've got one more episode to go for uh, the Shadows of the Empire Yeah, here. there's 40 chapters in an epilogue, and we're just going to wrap it all up at once. Yeah, we're going to do a super duper long episode. I've accidentally read through to the end of this book, and it is disappointing so can't i bet you guys are super excited to hear that because get ready it sucks (laughs) have have you been thinking well the rest of this book is hot garbage but maybe steve really knows how to end a book (laughs) he's he's like the opposite of stephen king yeah he just writes like shit but man that ending amazing (laughs) the two of them should work together (laughs) nope (laughs) turns out He's a bad writer. <laughs> pee-pee, doo he is a bad writer. <laughs> Speaking of Pee-pee and doo they sure do have to wander through a sewer. Ugh. So uh, so there you go. That's the end of uh, chapters 34 through 36 of Shadows of the Empire. Now, as, all, as we mentioned previously, we've recently hit our Patreon goal to make this weekly content. So tune in next week for more Expounded Universe as we wrap up the glorious Shizor saga Boy, Shizor Shaga, that's... The Shizor Shasha. The Shusha Shisha. Popo (laughs) Shizor. I actually wrote a, a Shizor tongue twister in here for some reason. I don't know why. I, you keep I, writing weird things in your notes. My notes have gotten all kinds of esoteric. I should just publish them. They're about <laughs> as long as Shadows of the Empire at this point. <laughs> your notes just have weird scribblings in the margins. There's multiple sets of lyrics for a dueling balcony uh, song scene between Vader and Shizor set to somewhere out there. <laughs> There's an entire point where you're just changing Bible quotes into quotes from this book. That is true. I had a whole section of Psalm ninety eight ten or whatever it is the one about how a man is afforded three score and 10 for his years man you are like one episode away from having to fight like brad pitt and <laughs> have him kill his wife or some shit i don't know are you saying i'm fight clubbing through my notes no i'm saying you're sevening through your oh thoughts. that's right i'm sorry i haven't seen seven in a long time and i heard fight and brad pitt yeah uh, that's understandable wait i gotta fight brad pitt i, what did, I didn't say and morgan freeman so <laughs> i gotta fight brad pitt is he a pikey is yes. it because of the Germans? <laughs> yes, all of this is yes. All of this and more on the next Expounded Universe. I'm just going to keep listing movies where Brad Pitt gets in a fight, which incidentally is all of them. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe not meet Joe Black. I don't think he gets in a fight and Burn After Reading. I think he just gets shot. I mean, I, he gets into a fight. He just dies. (laughs) He gets shot hiding in a closet in that movie. Yeah, but he also gets into a fight. Does he? Okay. I haven't seen Burn After Eating in quite a while. All right. Well, anyway, that's the end of Shadows of the Empire's Expounded Universe episode 12, I think. I don't remember. Whatever. Uh, It doesn't matter. I don't know why I started the sentence that way. Thank you so much for listening. As always, this has been Jeff and John. We are Expounded Universe, but we're also System Mastery, Movie Mastery, uh, Gamma Crawl X. You can find all those at our website, SystemMasteryPodcast.com. Yep, that's where all of our shit goes, just like a sewer. Mm-hmm. Yep, all of our poop goes in the sewer, except for the poop I store in a secret place. Uh, you can also <laughs> find secret place. <laughs> I pooped in a secret place, John. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can find us also at uh, as System Mastery on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Reddit, uh, or you can go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/SystemMastery. Support us there if you give us a dollar; it helps unlock bonus content for you, and it helps us live. Yep. So it's a great way to support the show and keep it happening. Yep, it lets us do what we do for you. Do. The <laughs> listener. <laughs> oh man, she's or sieve sealor <laughs> At Sheev's door. Uh, i worked at another Star Wars character. I was really into that stupid tongue twister. God damn it, why? Uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea why I wrote that. Probably because these three chapters were fairly short and I was trying to pad. <laughs> <laughs> Never pad. We're fine. <laughs> Alright folks, as always... I'm Elan Slees and I love death sticks. Who gave that dog a crossbow and two bachelor's degrees? Calls <laughs> everyone she's all. I don't know why. <laughs> That's Vader. The world's greatest power top. Take a look at these meat bags.